you feel stuck while everyone else seems to be successful and accomplishing so much? Do you feel like people look down on you and judge you for where you're at in life? Do you feel sad because of what other people say to you or what you think others might be saying about you behind your back? Do you judge yourself harshly and put yourself down? Do you feel self-conscious or scared to try new things? Do you tell yourself that you're not good enough, that you're stupid or ugly or suck at everything, so what's the point in even trying? If you said yes to any of these questions, please stick around. I have a story for you that may help you see things from a different perspective. A story that I hope helps to brighten your day. You deserve to be uplifted. You deserve to be happy. If you're interested in hearing this story and hearing other good, wholesome, and uplifting stories, then you've come to the right place, because that's literally all that we do here at Dotal, and we upload once a week. So, if that piques your interest, please like and subscribe to our channel and turn on all notifications so that you don't miss any of our weekly uploads. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or however you listen to us, please leave a rating and review. The more positive ratings and reviews we get, the easier it is for other people to find this podcast, which helps the Dotal community grow which results in more light that we can help spread in this world. Alright. So this might sound cheesy, but I feel like someone listening right now needs to hear this. You are special. No matter what others say to you or about you, no matter what others do to you, you are special. You need to be told this. You need to know this. You need to believe this fact. This is a fact. Whether you know it right now or not, it is true. You're special. You're worth it. You are more valuable than all the money, gold, and diamonds in this world combined. You have so much value. Your ideas, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, they all matter. You have so much to offer this world. Always remember that. Always remember that. The story I'm going to tell you today is from a book by Max Licato called You Are Special. The Wemmicks were small wooden people. All of the wooden people were carved by a woodworker named Eli. His workshop sat on a hill overlooking their village. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, others had large eyes, some were tall and others short. Some wore hats, others wore coats, but all were made by the same carver and all lived in the village. All day, every day, the Wemmicks did the same thing. They gave each other stickers. Each Wemmick had a box of Golden Star stickers and a box of Grey Dot stickers. Up and down the streets, all over the city, people spent their days sticking stars or dots on one another. The pretty ones, those with smooth wood and fine paint, always got stars. But if the wood was rough or the paint chipped, the Wemmicks got dots. The talented ones got stars too. Some could lift big sticks high above their heads or jump over tall boxes. Still, others knew big words, or could sing pretty songs. Everyone gave them stars. Some Wemmicks had stars all over them. Every time they got a good star, it made them feel so good. It made them want to do something else and get another star. Others, though, could do little. They got dots. Punchinello was one of these. He tried to jump high like the others, but he always fell. And when he fell, the others would gather around and give him dots. Sometimes when he fell, his wood got scratched, so people would give him more dots. Then, when he would try to explain why he fell, he would say something silly, and the Wemmicks would give him more dots. After a while, he had so many dots that he didn't want to go outside. He was afraid he would do something dumb, such as forget his hat or step in the water, 
and then people would give him another dot. In fact, he had so many gray dots that some people would come up and give him one for no reason at all. He deserves lots of dots, the wooden people would agree with one another. He's not a good wooden person. After a while, Punchinelle believed them. I'm not a good Wemmick, he would say. The few times he went outside, he hung around the other Wemmicks who had a lot of dots. He felt better around them. One day, he met a Wemmick who was unlike any he had ever met. She had no dots or stars. She was just wooden. Her name was Lucia. It wasn't that people didn't try to give her stickers. It's just that the stickers didn't stick. Some of the Wemmicks admired Lucia for having no dots, so they would run up and give her a star, but it would fall off. Others would look down on her for having no stars, so they would give her a dot, but it wouldn't stay either. That's the way I want to be, thought Punchinello. I don't want anyone's marks. So he asked the stickerless Wemmick how she did it. It's easy, Lucia replied. Every day I go see Eli. Eli? Yes, Eli, the woodcarver. I sit in his workshop with him. Why? Why don't you find out for yourself? Go up the hill. He's there. And with that, the Wemmick who had no stickers turned and skipped away. But will he want to see me? Punchinello cried out. Lucia didn't hear, so Punchinello went home. He sat near a window and watched the wooden people as they scurried around, giving each other stars and dots. It's not right, he muttered to himself, and he decided to go see Eli. He walked up the narrow path to the top of the hill and stepped into the big shop. His wooden eyes widened at the size of everything. The stool was as tall as he was. He had to stretch on his tiptoes to see the top of the workbench. A hammer was as long as his arm. Punchinello swallowed hard. I'm not staying here, and he turned to leave. Then he heard his name. Punchinello? The voice was deep and strong. Punchinello stopped. Punchinello, how good to see you. Come let me have a look at you. Punchinello turned slowly and looked at the large bearded craftsman. You know my name? The little Wemmick asked. Of course I do. I made you. Eli stooped down and picked him up and set him on the bench. Hmm. The maker spoke thoughtfully as he looked at the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I really tried hard. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and you shouldn't either. Who are they to give stars or dots? They're Wemmicks just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello. All that matters is what I think, and I think you're pretty special. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? Why? I can't walk fast. I can't jump. My pain is peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli looked at Punchinello, put his hands on those small wooden shoulders, and spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello had never had anyone look at him like this, much less his maker. He didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you'd come, Eli explained. I came because I met someone who had no marks, said Punchinello. Oh, I know. She told me about you. Why don't the stickers stay on her? The maker spoke softly. Because she has decided that what I think is more important than what they think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. I'm not sure I understand. Eli smiled. You will, but it will take time. You've got a lot of marks. For now, just come to see me every day, and let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinella off the bench and set him on the ground. Remember, Eli said as the Wemmick walked out the door, you are special because I made you, and I don't make mistakes. Punchinella didn't stop. But in his heart he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a dot fell to the ground. I love this story. It's so applicable to the way our society is today. With the internet, people these days are a lot less scared to share their opinions, whether they're good or bad. People can say or comment whatever hurtful thing they want because they can hide behind their computer screens. <clears throat> Sorry. You know, there's 
no consequences for their actions. It's crazy. I mean, we need to uplift each other, right? There's enough crap in the world already. We need to choose to be positive. We need to choose to be uplifting. And we also need to realize that the people that are trying to spread the hate and looking to bring other people down, they're probably going through a lot in their life. The only reason anyone would take the time to try to bring someone else down, especially like take the time to comment or whatever, it's because they're down themselves. You know the saying, misery loves company. As someone who tries to be positive uplifting, I need to do better with not judging people, to be honest. Especially when it comes to those that actively try to bring me or people around me down. And I'm not going to lie, usually my first thought when someone is rude to me for no reason, I'm like, fight me then. <laughs> not that I've actually picked a fight with anyone over their rudeness. You know, I'm too nice, I promise. <laughs> but I know that I can be more compassionate and less judgmental when it comes to meeting rude or mean people. Or even just people that are different. I just need to be less judgmental. That's all I'm saying. This is something that I've actually been working on every day. It's New Year's, but I started before New Year. What I've been working on ha is when I see someone that I start to judge, I've been trying my best to stop myself and in my mind say one good thing about them. And I'm not perfect at it. I'm not even close. But this is something that I try. And I can tell you that I have definitely felt a difference. I feel much more positive and lighter, I guess, in a way. Like the weight of my stresses in my everyday life feel a little less heavy. Besides, when you think about it, why would I have any right to judge anyone? What gives me any kind of ground to stand on where I can look at someone and judge the way they look? Or the way they talk? Or the way they walk? Like, who am I to look down on anybody else? I found that the more I make the choice and effort to be less judgmental, the more naturally happy I have become. It's hard to choose to be positive and happy sometimes. It is. It's hard not to judge. It's hard not to look down on someone when you think you know their situation. But I can tell you now that the actual effort that I've put in has not only made me happier more often, it's helped me to be more compassionate towards people. And I'm excited to see, you know, in a few years, trying to make these choices daily, I'm excited to see who I'll become. I highly recommend actively finding and saying in your mind one good thing about every single person that you catch yourself judging. And I promise you, it'll bring you more happiness. I've just started. It's been a, a few weeks, but it's made a huge difference. And I can promise you that it can bring you happiness too. I know that all of us have felt the weight of people's judgments, whether that's from parents, siblings, friends, bosses, coworkers, or strangers, whoever it is. And just like in this story, it can affect the way you live your life. Remember, Punch and Nello pretty much stopped going outside because of the embarrassment and shame of the dots he was given. The dots that he decided mattered. So let's not put dots on one another. Let's not put dots on other people. Why would we when we hate the dots that others put on us? Right? It doesn't make sense. We need to be striving to get rid of all the marks or stickers that others give us. And once we're able to do that, I feel like we're obligated to do our best to help others to do the same. It's help one another lighten the load of life. That's actually one of the reasons I started this podcast. I want to focus on the good things in this world and help uplift others. I want to drop these stars and dots I have on me and help others to do the same. To make life a little lighter, more positive, and enjoyable. Now obviously, in this story, Eli is supposed to represent God or a higher power or creator right? Which I personally believe, this is me, my opinion, my thoughts. I believe that if we focus on what God thinks of us and not what other people think, 
that we will feel our self-worth grow and those marks will fall off. I 100% believe that God loves us and is always there for us, whether we're there for him or not. That if we turn to him, he will help make our burdens light. And even if you don't believe in God or a higher power, I believe that this story still completely is applicable. Whatever it is that you believe in, karma, the universe, whatever it may be, if we do our best in this life to focus on and make the choice every day to spread the good in ourselves and in others and stay true to that goodness, we'll be able to drop the marks placed on us. We need to strive for that goodness and do our best to not place stickers on ourselves as well, which is something that I'm guilty of. I'm sure everyone is guilty of that, placing those stickers on ourselves. We need to love ourselves. We need to love one another and show that love through how we treat ourselves and how we treat others. There's so much darkness and contention in this world. I feel like it's only getting worse. Negativity, hate, contention, there's so much darkness. It can honestly feel hopeless at times. And that's where we come in. You and me, and whoever wants to join this community or mindset, the name DOTL, D-O-T-L, stands for Defender of the Light. Someone who strives and chooses to see the good and knows it's worth fighting for, even when it feels hopeless. A defender of the light will fight the good fight, will stand as a light even when darkness swarms all around trying to extinguish it. And that's my hope, to strive to be a light in this darkening world, to share that light and to help others to do the same. There's so much good in this world. There's so much darkness. Yes, that is true. We can all agree on that. But there's so much good as well. There's so many good people out there. And I want to highlight that. I want to highlight the good and help others to see it. I'm sure you heard this before, but once a candle is lit, it can be used to light other candles. And with just a few candles, even the darkest of rooms can be illuminated. And that's my goal with this podcast. To build a community of good. A community of people that want to light up and brighten this world and fight and rage against the growing darkness. I was actually going to name the podcast after a line in the poem by Dylan Thomas called Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. I'm sure you heard it. Um, the first lines of the poem say, Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And I know that the author said that this poem was a tribute to his dying father. But when I heard it, I thought of the dying of the light in the world, how darkness seems to be getting stronger and stronger and trying super hard to snuff out the light and good. The poem is almost like a battle cry for those that refuse to let the darkness win without a freaking raging, defiant fight. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. I was originally going to name the podcast Dying of the Light in reference to that. But I just felt like Defender of the Light is so much more straightforward and blunt. I was asking myself, who will join this community, you know? And the answer is, anyone that wants to be a defender of the light, a defender of the good things in this world. Those that want to actively push back against negativity, hate, fear, all those things that are suffocating society. But how do we do it? It's so simple. Just by how we live, by choosing good, by making choices every day that will better ourselves and those around us, by living a good life and being an example and light to those that need it. 
Here's the thing. None of us are perfect. No one, nobody, and no one has ever been perfect except for Jesus. If you're religious, none of us are happy, go lucky all the time, but anyone can be a light. Smile at somebody, hold the door open for someone, put someone's cart back for them. When you're at the store, pick up a piece of trash that's on the ground and put it in the garbage. Try not to judge people. Give someone the benefit of the doubt. Give flowers to your mom. Help your dad with a project. You know, take yourself, take your, take your sibling to a movie. You could shovel someone's driveway when it's snowing. Whatever it may be, the little things mean a lot. Imagine if all of us committed every single day to do at least one thing that we normally wouldn't do. Something good. Imagine the impact that would have on ourselves, as well as the people around us, especially our loved ones. Who knows? Maybe someone will see these small acts of goodness and be inspired to do something good that they otherwise wouldn't have done that day. One candle lights another, and another, and another. And like I said, one candle alone isn't very bright, but hundreds of candles together, thousands, millions, darkness must give way to light. We just need to stand together. The second stanza lines i'm not sure what it's called in the poem by dylan thomas say though wise men at their end no dark is right because their words had forked no lightning they do not go gentle into that good night i take this to mean that people when they're about to die if their life didn't leave the legacy or impact that they wanted or hoped for they can't die a peaceful death which makes sense and I don't want to die with regrets. Someday I hope to die a peaceful death, hopefully in my sleep. That would be ideal. Knowing that I did something good in this world. I want not only my actions or voice to fork lightning, but yours as well. Like with one candle, one strike of lightning isn't much. It's super cool for sure. But a lightning storm? That's something worth watching. That's something worth listening to. Let's light up the freaking sky. All right, so I want to have a weekly question that I ask, or eventually one of you submits for me to ask, a weekly question at the end of each episode where your comments and answers hopefully help me as well as those that are part of this community. The question I have for you this week is, what simple act of goodness or kindness that someone did for you do you remember the most, and why? Why did it have such an impact on you? Something simple. Just something good and simple. I would love to hear about it, and I'm sure others would love to hear about it as well. If you were able to get some good value out of this episode, and it shines some light into your day, if you haven't already, please subscribe and turn on all notifications so you don't miss any of our weekly uploads. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or however you listen to us, please leave a rating and review. Again, the more positive ratings and reviews we get, the easier it is for other people to find this podcast, which helps the Dodal community grow, which results in more light that we can help spread in this world. If you have a story suggestion, please submit it to our email, which is in the description below. All right, I'll leave you the same as always. I really appreciate you. Like, for real. If you're listening to this, that's freaking awesome. And I'm super happy that you're here. <laughs> please strive to be a light, share your light, and help others to do the same. This world that we all share needs you.